Atomicast. Hello, Atomics, and welcome to Atomicast. This is a podcast exclusively for Atomic members. And in this episode, we're going to be talking to you about how to make the most of speaking gigs. Now, we've noticed a lot more of you getting into speaking, which is awesome. Well done. And a lot of you are talking about it in the group and asking for tips and stuff. So, we thought we'd give you some of our own tips about how to make the most of them. So, we've got five tips for you. <laughs> I don't know why you sounded like a game show host throughout the whole intro. I did. <laughs> I was feeling that. <laughs> All right, guys. The first tip is share the hell out of it on social. That sounds like a really rubbish tip. So, I'm going to like make this tip better. Let's break it down. We're going to break it down. Okay. <laughs> There's four things that you want to do when you get a speaking gig. First thing is you want to share the build-up. So before you even get to the event, you want to announce that you're speaking up there. You might want to do a little bit of behind the scenes, talking about what you're going to be speaking about, talk about how excited you are for the event. Great way to just like build up a little bit of hype, not just for people that are now going to start seeing you as a speaker, but the other people at the event. Uh, great if it is a multi-track event because you want people to come into your session. It is a competitive sport, the speaking <laughs> malarkey. <laughs> okay, so that's the first thing you want to share. Second thing you want to share is when you're on your way, so whether you're getting a train or a plane or driving, like share that you're going to this event. Third thing you want to share is photos of you on stage. So maybe you want to ask a friend on the front row, hey, do you want to take some photos of me whilst I'm on stage? Like you want to get those photos out as soon as possible. And then the fourth thing that you wanna share is the feedback you get. So this can be on the day, or this can maybe be after the day or um, the preceding week or something like that. But if you get like tweets or Instagrams or anything like that of you um, talking about how good your talk is, then you wanna screenshot those and you wanna share those on social too, okay? If you do these four things, people will start thinking of you as a speaker. And you don't have to do this at that many events. Even if you do this at like two or three events, like within even like a six month period or something like that, when people start seeing you sharing this type of content on social, they will start getting the idea, okay, this person is a speaker, this person does these regularly. Like even yeah. when we first started speaking, we weren't doing that many events. We were maybe doing like three or four a year when in our first year of speaking maybe. And but we just maxed it out on social and people uh, would come up to us and say, oh God, guys, it seems like you're speaking everywhere. And it's like, well, yeah, everywhere, like once every three months, but yeah, we're speaking <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so it's just about milking it. Like it's just milk, like this opportunity, get it out there, build your credibility. It's quite cool. All right. Number two. Number two. Number two. Ask the organizer for high quality photos and video of you speaking on stage. Important thing to remember here is that you will have to organize this with the organizer before you go. Okay, now they might uh, They might be doing this already. They might be recording it or have a photographer, which is great If not, I wouldn't try and negotiate that if possible Especially if they're not paying you very much. So some some speaking gigs will say hey, you know, we don't really have much of a budget um, Do you still want to speak? And you can say, yes, but um, if you're not going to pay me, then I want there to be a photographer, a professional photographer, or a video person. I think even better video. That's what yeah. you really want, video. Yeah. 
from a video you can take photos so you know you can just take a few screenshots sure. all of our photographers um, love you saying that yeah. it's exactly the same it is, a yeah. screenshot from a video is just as good <laughs> as a photo um but if you want to create a speaker reel in the future then you're going to need that video footage and if you want that awesome photo of you on stage to put on your website or your social media then you need that great photo so Organize it first before. You also want to ask that those photos don't have any watermarks on them or frames or borders. Not even a logo in the corner. A logo in the corner. Not like a clean photo because mm-hmm. we've got those back before where yeah. it's like, here's the professional photos. And it's like in this god awful frame with like the events branding all over it. It's like, huh. Well, we were going to share those, but now it doesn't really match our branding. So we can't. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to put it as a, a big photo on our website, but now we can't. So, yeah, tough. Um, I so, feel like we sound bitter. I know. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, no watermarks. Um, and also, top, top pro tip, when you're on the stage, take off your lanyard. Okay? You don't want to be wearing your lanyard on stage. And I'll also add another little tip there. If you've got one of those, like, Britney Spears microphones... Like, tuck the wire in your shirt or mm-hmm. your top rather than having it, like, completely dangling down, running down the outside of your clothes on your back. I feel like we just need to explain that a bit more. So, like, yeah. the lanyard thing, it just doesn't look great on the professional photo if no. you've got, like, another event logo and branding, like, hanging around your neck. So mm. just take that off. And some AV people, when they mic you up, they'll they'll not want to put the wire down your shirt or there might be new in it or they might... Yeah feel a bit awkward saying hey do you mind me putting this down your dress like so you need to demand that you need to say like hey do you mind just like tucking it down the photos will look way better yeah andrew always has to ask for it to put down his dress i'm like please put it down the dress and yes do it yourself (laughs) (laughs) such a diva okay the third third thing (laughs) is reuse the same talk at multiple events I think people feel like once they've done a talk, that's it done. And now they can't use it again, just in case like three people that have already seen it are in the audience for the next event. But if you're constantly making new talks time after time after time, number one, you're not improving as well as you could be if you had one talk and you're doing it over and over and over and over again. That's how the pros do it, that get like paid thousands and thousands. They have one awesome talk that they put a ton of effort into creating and then just improve it time after time after time after time. Also, if speaking is not making you money and it's more of like a marketing thing, you don't want to be creating new talks time after time after time because it's going to take you a ton of time. (laughs) I don't know how many times I said time in that. It was a lot of times. I did, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what time is it, Andrew? (laughs) So, yeah, reuse the same talk at multiple events, but number four... Yes, number four. This is really, really, really important. You need to record yourself and watch yourself back. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be from the professional recording that you've negotiated from earlier, point mm-hmm. two. Now, this can just be a little crappy camera that you put uh, on record at the front, um, just just near the stage. You can be whatever you want, okay? But you need to see a recording of yourself and you need to be able to watch it back because you have to analyze yourself And once you analyze yourself watching it, you can tweak that performance. You can go, okay, I thought this joke was going to land, but nobody laughed. So that needs to tweak or change or go. 
And that thing that you just didn't think was really funny, but you said by accident, everyone cracked up. Well, can you replicate that again? Can you make it better? Can you, can you extend that? Can you go back to it later on in the presentation? What was the thing that people took the most notes at? Um, how did it go? And you can watch yourself back. Was your body confidence good? Like, were you walking too much? Were you pacing too much? Were your hand movements too erratic? All these things will help you to become a better speaker. It's a really awkward thing to do, and I personally hate doing this, but honestly, it helps. So just record yourself. Remember, we're not recording it to like go in a speaker reel, so it doesn't matter necessarily like where the camera is or if it's well lit or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're just recording it ourselves, so like literally the next day or the same day when it's still fresh in our memory, we can watch that back and take notes on how we're doing and work out where we can improve. Yeah. Okay. And the fifth tip is think about how you're getting a return on investment for this time that you are spending doing this gig, okay? So I think when we get asked to speak, it's really nice and we feel like our ego's inflated slightly. It's like, oh, great, like, like they asked me and we get excited about it or quite scared about it maybe. Mm-hmm. And we don't think past actually doing the talk. We're really, like we're doing this so we can get more business right? So we need to actually think about how we're getting the ROI. And we need to be doing that even before we've organized the topic of the talk potentially with the organizer. So we want you to start thinking about what products and services you are selling, because we want to be doing a talk around that. Like we have got, we should have an audience here of potential customers. Like if we're doing this for free, the audience needs to be our potential customers otherwise you should be charging a lot for your time but if we're doing this for free or for cheap because we're getting in front of our customers think about how that talk relates to what you are selling and in the talk yes we want to blow them away with our knowledge but we also like want to leave them wanting more you almost need to leave them thinking that was really good but still having some questions or tell them what the next step is that they need to go and do or something like that So when you're actually talking to the attendees, like you can sell your services to them or you can ask them if they're interested in learning more about how you can help them with it. This is another, I'm going to do another tip six, an impromptu tip six here. We like going earlier in the day and especially if there's any kind of movement in where we can actually speak on the lineup, we'll always ask the organizer to go as early as possible Our favorite slot is the opening keynote because you get almost the prestige of being the keynoter and setting everyone else off with a bang. But also you then have a full day to talk to as many attendees as possible and work out which of them can become customers. So after the after they've seen you talk. After they've seen you talk. Because before they've seen you talk, they don't potentially know who you are. Exactly. How how good you are or if they like you. Or what you do. Or what you do. So I think a lot of people think the closing keynote holds the most prestige because it's kind of like the main event. Mm -hmm. But personally, we don't particularly like being closing keynote. It's like, yes, you get the ego boost from being like the main event. But from a return on investment point of view, it's not great because... Everyone goes home after you've spoke. Yeah, or or sometimes before you've even spoke. We've been in rooms where literally 90% of the room has gone home like before we've even talked, which is like really annoying. So go as early in the day as possible. Yeah, like negotiate that earlier time slot if you can. 
Um, and in fact, the professional speakers, some of them will even charge more if they are put on later on in the day because they know they will get less leads and less speaking gigs booked in after. Yes. So there right. you go, guys. There's some ways to make the most out of your upcoming speaking gigs if you're going to do them. Enjoy. Whoop, whoop.